Welcome to the English Out Loud podcast, a podcast where I give you tips on how you can enhance your spoken English. My name is Pat. I'm from Toronto, and I live in Mexico at the moment. Interesting place to be living, most certainly. I teach the American accent here. Fantastic job to get into. I absolutely love it. One of the things that I've found is I limit myself with my students when I teach hourly. But well, hey, making this podcast, I can teach anybody, you know, everywhere, and that is my gift to you. I got to be the teacher for everybody. Today, I'd like to give you some particular tips. In a previous episode, I spoke a little bit about stress of words, syllable stress. The way that you want to stretch out some syllables, get them a little bit higher in pitch, and the way that other syllables you want to get them kind of flat, kind of、uh, shorter, flatter. Well, what I'm going to be talking about today is a particular vowel sound, which, if you focus on, you can honestly stretch out much more effectively than you may already be doing. Now. I just want to make it clear: it's good to have an accent. It makes your speech unique. It makes you unique when you speak in English. Nothing wrong with it. But I'm the kind of guy that wants to put this out there to help people who may want to understand just what changes they can make and how they can do it. In my experience, I have truly seen a number of people practice many muscle memory exercises with me. We go over these again and again and again, and it does take quite a bit of time. I'll be honest; it may take a few weeks, sometimes even a few months. But with consistent muscle memory practice, you do see results. You do see changes in the way that you naturally pronounce English words. What I focus on in my daily life is just helping people get a little more confidence in their spoken English. You know, folk maybe like yourself who work with Americans, who communicate with Americans regularly, and you just need a little more confidence in your communication skills. That's what many of my students are looking for. Well, today I'm going to give you a couple of tips. The types of tips that are going to help you drastically. Change your pronunciation of the O sound. Now you see, we have long vowels. We have short vowels. Long vowels don't necessarily mean that they're pronounced longer. It mainly just means that we make a little bit of movement when we pronounce it. So a long O, for example, is what we're going to be looking at today. This simply just means. We are kind of saying the name of the letter itself when we pronounce it. So a long O just makes this kind of movement. O, O. But notice when I'm saying that I'm moving my lips, kind of in, you know, in towards the middle. O, 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 O. That is the type of movement you want to be able to make as well, and that's what I'm going to be helping you out with. So you can do this best with a full and concentrated movement of the lips, simply going uh, and then bringing the corners in. Ooh, uh, ooh, oh,、uh, oh.、Uh, that's it. 
That's it. That's the movement that we're practicing here today. We're going to do that uh, a couple of times, get you used to it. Because here's the thing. Your lips likely don't want to make this movement naturally. It's a brand new one. You may not have even considered how your lips are moving when you're speaking in English. But I can assure you, we do have some particular movements that getting used to can help you have a little better control of your stress of words. So the first step of this, what I'm going to ask you to do is to feel the backs of your bottom teeth with your tongue. As if this is your tongue, you just want to feel your bottom teeth there. You want to just kind of lower your tongue down until it's maybe just around that gum line of your bottom teeth. We want to place it there. If we voice this, it just sounds like, uh, uh, and that's a good start. The next thing after that, however, is going to be to bring the corners of your lips in towards the middle there. Oh, oh, and that's it. It's just that subtle movement. Oh, here's the tricky part. However, what I notice everybody runs into Many people will very quickly bring the lips in. Oh, oh, making kind of a static, sudden position. We don't want to do that. If you get this, oh, then it just makes your O oh possibly sound a little too short. It just makes your O oh sound kind of like half of the word. Repeat these couple of words here after me. Goat. Oh, goat, got, got. Notice that? Got. That's a short O there. We'll go over that later. But goat, that's the long O. And if you don't get that full stretched out sound, you may say a different word altogether. Now, this may lead to some difficulties in people understanding you, may uh, make you feel a little bit less confident in your speech. Well, Rest assured, if you want to change this, you can. You've just got to repeat, repeat, repeat that motion that we looked at. Oh, oh. You see, this is like a slow motion kind of pronunciation. And if you start with this slow motion, oh, oh, and you repeat it many times, your muscles will adapt to that movement. And once they adapt to that movement, you'll be able to do it quicker. You'll be able to do it more subtly without needing to move your lips so widely, you know. Instead of going, oh, you'll be able to make a quicker kind of, oh, oh, oh. You'll get used to it. My advice, start slow. But this is something of your English that you can change if you want to with just a little bit of focus. And notice that word there, focus, fo, focus. See how we stretch that out in a focus kind of movement. So what I'd like you to do is to repeat after me a couple of minimal pairs here, just to see that you are indeed stretching this out the way that you want to. First off, listen to these two here. Hope, hop. Hope, hop. Pretty good, eh? Goat, got. 
go got own on own on I'll give you one more here most must most must now there's nothing wrong with mixing those words up if you're okay with that however be aware of the fact that stretching your vowels out in this way is going to make a bit of a difference. It is going to help your English stand out effectively. Now, before we wrap things up today, let's just look at a couple of very common American idiomatic expressions, ones that you can start to adapt to your own daily life right away. When you use these, you know, you'll be stretching out your O's and practicing a new kind of phrase, right? Here's a good one. You gotta blow off some steam. Blow off some steam. What's that mean? Blow off some steam. Blow off some steam. Well, to blow off some steam is to rid yourself of tension. If you blow off some steam, you are relaxing. You are not worrying in the least. You are just leaving your problems aside and taking a little time for yourself just to uh, relax a little, blow off some steam. So maybe you want to go to the gym. Maybe you go to the gym to blow off some steam. I'll go blow off some steam at the gym. Another fantastic idiom here for you. Kill two birds with one stone. Kill two birds with one stone. What's that mean? Kill two birds with one stone is to say that you get two things done at the same time. You do two things with the effort of one. That is every engineer's ideal situation, right? You want to get two things done at once. So, for example, you could say, while I turn the oven on to cook this chicken, I'll pop the pie in so that dessert's ready to go. I'll kill two birds with one stone. I mean, maybe the, you know, you want to turn it down a little bit for the pie after the chicken's done. But still, you can kill two birds with one stone. You're using the same heat to cook two things at once. Here's one more idiom for you here. You can go Dutch. Go Dutch. What does that mean? Go Dutch is to say that everybody pays for themselves. Go. Go Dutch. Watch that long O in there, right? So when you go Dutch, you are just telling people, hey, we're all paying for ourselves here. I'm not getting the whole bill. Let's go Dutch tonight. Let's go Dutch tonight. Maybe sometimes you don't want to go Dutch. Maybe sometimes you want to spoil all your friends. Hey, nothing wrong with that. You can take me to dinner anytime. So the long O sound, I hope that this gave you a good opportunity to practice it. It's an important one. It's an important one. The long O is found all through the English language. And it makes that full O, O sound. I will in the future talk a little more on this subject. And I'll get a little more in depth with, you know, maybe the rules and what else you can compare it to. But for now, consider this. The long O. O. My lips are moving from out here to in here. O. Uh, the short O makes this ah, uh, you know, hop, got, on, hope, goat, own. Watch for those in your daily life.
these types of words. You will pick up on this if you focus, and I'm sure that you can do it. So, we are going to be wrapping this one up for today. Those are a few good little exercises. Just start becoming a little more aware of that O sound and how you yourself can get it a little bit more naturally if you focus and if you want to change it. Well, have a wonderful day. Enjoy your, uh, your breakfast. Your dinner, your jog, your evening, whatever it is that you're doing. This has been my first video podcast ever. Uh, all the others up till this point have been audio. And uh, you know what? I got to say this video one it is a little bit of work setting it up. You know, I had to find a nice shirt and I had to do my hair and whatnot. But doesn't this, it's nice. It's nice. I mean, this is my, uh, this is my jam. This is how I do it. So I hope that you enjoyed the, uh, visual experience today. You'll have many more fantastic things to hear from me in the days to come. And by the way, if you're a new listener, if you've never listened to this show before until today, then feel free to check me out on Spotify, check me out on Pandora. Uh, wherever it is that you like listening to your podcasts. This is my episode number 41, and, uh, and it's a killer episode. This is a good one. Enjoy your day. Keep on listening, because there will be many more fantastic things to come in the uh, future days. And, uh, yeah, we'll keep taking things from here. Have a good one. Hey, Accent Learner, thanks for listening all the way through. I have positions available for accent training, and as always, I want to offer them to my audience first. You're the hardest working accent learners out there, right? So if it's important for you to have a coach with a proven and sustainable method to show you results in 90 days, open up the application form in the description of this episode, reach out to me, and if I see that my solution is a good fit for your situation, I'll be reaching out to you personally, and we can discuss how my method will get you expressing your thoughts and your opinions more confidently in English with three months of dedicated and focused training. Your seat's available for you, my friend. Your teacher's ready to go. Now is the time to make it happen. I look forward to hearing from you.